0: Everything
1: is Copy. Sponsored by Milk.
0: I'm Susanna. And I'm Audrey. And this is Everything is Copy, a podcast for dreamers and go getters who also like to have a glass of wine and watch trashy reality TV from time to time. We're two copywriters who said peace out to our previous careers and publishing and teaching to do what we want for a living instead. And this is where we talk about, well, everything. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Everything Is Copy. I'm Audrey, and I'm Susanna, and it is the middle of December, which is blowing what my mind. <laughs> and I was having like mildly painful contractions a couple minutes before starting this. I forgot to tell Susanna what. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have bra- I've had a Braxton Hicks for like months now. This happened with my first pregnancy too, but like. These ones were more painful. So who knows? Maybe I could go into labor. Stay tuned. Keep listening. If if you do go into labor, I'll make that the
1: soundbite for the beginning of this episode.
0: (laughs) Be like, oh, we gotta, we gotta shut this down. I gotta go to the hospital. (laughs) See on three. No, I'm, I'm only. Well, let's see. At the time of recording this, I'm 34 weeks. So I highly doubt I'm going to labor. I think just things are moving. moving. (laughs) Yeah, the baby's getting. Getting a little restless in there, I'm sure, it seems like. Um, but anyways, how
1: are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've been nice and productive today. I was very grouchy yesterday, so I am feeling a lot better today. <laughs> so yeah. good.
0: I was so grouchy yesterday. I was like, what is wrong with me? It's just that end of the year like energy kind of where you feel like there's so much left to do and not enough time to do it. That's yep. just it always comes down to that. And like, this is the month that flies by the fastest. And God, it's I mean, basically has. the last two weeks don't count. So you have to squeeze everything into the first two weeks, which is quite overwhelming. I know. And it already kind of like has flown by, like it's already
1: December 6th when we're recording yeah. this. Like what? I'm... I know. I know. Craziness.
0: We're going to make it. Well, what mm-hmm. are you, what are you loving this week?
1: Okay, well, my favorite thing to do on this podcast is just to put my foot in my mouth um, because I fully said, like, went on a tangent, like, probably three months ago about how I was never going to give up oat milk. Yes, you did but a um, large tangent about that. I gave up oat milk. I'm two weeks in, um, and I'm in my whole milk era, so I am loving whole milk. To be honest, I don't drink. This <laughs> is such a random loving. I know.
0: I mean, a whole milk. <laughs> um, hey, specifically, there's like a lot of milk sponsorship. You know how like Got Milk was once a thing? Yeah. Now there's like a new – I can't remember their angle now. It's not Got Milk anymore. But th- I've been seeing like all these celebrities like <laughs> with commercials for milk. Maybe they could be our yeah. first legit Hello, sponsor. sponsor hey, milk, everything is coffee. Are you listening?
1: Sponsored yeah. by milk.
0: I um, love milk. I love cream and half and half. That's yeah. what I go to for coffee. So
1: So I specifically – I've been drinking the kind you get at the store that's in like the glass bottle, like the local milk Yes, glass bottle. And I honestly thought I was going to give up oat milk and my stomach was going to hurt. And I think I've just convinced myself of this because I have not had one issue (laughs) and I feel like it tastes the same. And I guess I needed someone that I trusted to tell me like, hey, actually oat milk like really spikes your blood sugar and it's full of oil instead of just like a random person on the internet. So
0: yeah, there's Instagram um, posts that make you feel yeah.
1: bad about it. So we're yeah. trying this. Um, obviously I'm sure I'll drink oat milk again at some point in my life, but I'm not drinking it as my like every day, start the day drink. So and the day drink. And yeah.
0: The day drink. And I think- I think that every once in a while, just like anything else, it's fine. Like moderation, that's, yeah. it's not going to kill you. But yeah, if it was like a consistent thing where that was like your go to, then maybe cutting back is good. But yeah, well, I kind of got freaked out when I saw like the fact that there literally
1: is so much oil in it. I was like, that's gross. So, like, how much a- oil? Just like it, it's like a m- main ingredient in Oatly. It's like rapeseed oil. That's-
0: that's how I think it. They get like make it so frothy when you froth it. Um yeah, So mm, I've seen there's... like a food blogger I follow, Ambitious Kitchen. She has posted how to make your own oat milk, where she literally just like blends up oats with water and then strains it in a cheesecloth. But like, I don't. I think it would just be like,
1: yeah, not like the same not as creamy because it did
0: not have all that stuff in it.
1: Exactly, yeah. and whole milk is like super creamy. Um, so that's what I'm loving this week.
0: Nice and random dairy products. <laughs> what are you loving this week? Mine's also a random food product and it is the salted caramel perfect bars. Um, I texted Suzanne about these because we have a mutual obsession with perfect bars. If you never had a perfect bar, first of all, you You're must. So it's like the ba- <laughs> I guess they're protein bars, but they are like fully clean ingredients made with like they somehow fit like all these vegetables into Mm -hmm. it and peanut butter and just good stuff. And they are actually filling. And like, if I really don't have time for breakfast, I'll have a perfect bar. Um, They're delicious. Some of their like random flavors. Like I didn't like the pumpkin one, but the salted caramel is my new favorite. I hope they come out with a four pack of them because I am obsessed. They are so
1: good. I need to try them. I always, I pretty much always eat the like dark chocolate, almond butter one or peanut butter one, whatever mm-hmm. one it is. That's my favorite.
0: Because it tastes Ugh. like a candy bar. They're so good. They're so good. But there's like broccoli in it. I do I know. not get it. It's in perfect. Like spirulina and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. Say. perfect. Uh, what are you learning this week? Um, That
1: I need to raise my prices. <laughs> so last week while I was doing some – market research for my new website, I realized that my prices are painfully low compared to not necessarily like my ongoing work. That's like pretty top pricing. I feel like because that's what I do the most of, but like my my one-off projects, I have always been like pretty comfortable with the rate of it. And I was looking around and I was like, oh my God, everyone else charges like double what Mm -hmm. I charge. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's interesting Then I hadn't really thought about it. And yesterday I was on a discovery call with someone who I hope will book. She was awesome. But I told her my prices and she was like, that's it. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." and it kind of made me feel like (laughs) a little junior should have been
0: like, um, um, actually that's the deposit. <laughs> yeah, for
1: real. And I was like, oh shit. So I like actually need to raise my prices because I'm not, I'm not a little beginner baby anymore, but to be fair, I still felt comfortable with my pricing, but now I'm like really feeling a lot more comfortable with the fact that I'm raising it.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and especially, I mean, on top of just your experience <laughs> merits yeah. it. Um, like the economy and inflation also means that every service provider should probably be raising their rates in the next year or so or less. Um, I also, when you shared like some of the like rates that other people in our arena charge, I was like, oh yeah. um, Yeah. I should probably do the same. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've not changed my like flat fee pricing. haven't either years probably I'm trying to even think like when I set my pricing it's been like this for a while but you know what I actually was thinking about this this morning when I was getting ready I think the few times I've been like not even called out but people are like whoa no like I that's not for me like that that is too much that has like kept me from being like I don't know, bold and like, I know, I know. Like I think about that so much more than like the people who have said yes and been like, Oh, no problem. Like, when can I like pay my deposit or like, what's the next steps? But I think about like the people (sighs) who are like, no, 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 that's way too much for me. And so like, that's what keeps me
1: where I am, I guess. Yeah. And then when you also, when you think about it and you're like, Oh, um, okay. So, Obviously, I want to work with people that aren't, aren't like, that's too much. Whenever they hear my prices in the first place. So, like, mm-hmm. why are we trying to, like, bend to them instead of just raise our prices? So, yeah.
0: That well, you know what the sad part. thing is? It's usually people I know and have had existing relationships who, once they hear my pricing, they're like, mm mm-mm. Oh, and yeah. No, like, same. I feel, like, guilty. I'm like, I want to, like, I would love to help you and work with you, but, like, Sorry, that's my price.
1: Yeah, sorry, get over it. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, So that's that's my learning this week. Business, but that's my learning. What is yours? Well, I think it's
0: appropriate for anyone who's listening. Who? Yeah,
1: raise your prices. No matter.
0: (laughs) Ask for a raise at work. Yeah, mine is um, parenting related, and that is toddler negotiation tactics are no freaking joke. Like, and I would say my toddlers fairly mild like he's he's pretty chill in comparison to like I've babysat and nannied my whole life like I've been around a lot of kids and like he's not that wild like he I feel like he's an old soul is <laughs> so stupid to say but um but still like it's just that stage where like it's natural for them to have like outbursts that's how they express themselves and so like thinking through like okay how do I not necessarily like keep them calm but like how do I like make this more fun or like make it seem like his idea? Like, I swear I do more like negotiation and like mental gymnastics oh my God, with like <laughs> communicating with him than any business endeavor I've had, any kind of like school I've been in, anything. This is like literally more of a challenge for my brain than anything I've ever done. So, I'm, I'm out just, there. I know you get it. <laughs>
1: I'm so unsurprised by that. <laughs>
0: It's like it's like really hard, but also I don't know. It's like so interesting to see also what works, and I'm like, okay, I keep that in my back pocket and yeah. use that a million more times.
1: Toddlers are
0: so funny to me; <laughs> they're so funny. Audrey's like, yeah, hilarious. They're hilarious when they take their diaper off at the end of their nap that has poop in it, and oh no, all in their bed. That was yesterday. Molly. Honestly, though, I think he, I think it like just. I think it was an accident. Like, I know some kids do that and like smear it everywhere. everywhere. He like literally, I think it just kind of came loose. And so he like took it off and then he was like, uh oh. He was he like, like uh oh, mess on the monitor. And I was like, oh boy, I better get in there. Oh, love
1: that. Love that for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. What's your no for the week? Okay. So, my no for the week, this is so stupid. Mine are so random today. <laughs> my no for the week is DoorDashed Restaurant. Food, so on Sunday thing too. So that's so funny. Yeah, I'm like over here, whole milk and restaurant food. (laughs) So on Sunday, I decided that I like really wanted some Mexican food, but I didn't want to like Doordash Taco Bueno or something like. Mm -hmm. I I was my friend Michaela told me once that she only Doordashes when it's like a um like fancier meal. And that makes it makes her do it less. And I was like, that's a good idea. So I was like, I'm going to order from Blue Goose Cantina, which is like literally a mile away. I love that place. Yeah. Which is like literally a mile away. So I'm ridiculous, but I ordered it. Okay. It's just not as good when it is delivered to you. It's just not not as good. Yeah. It's just not as good. And I was like, okay, um, I paid $41 in total for this. For like some nachos, a couple of tortillas. And like I got an appetizer and I didn't even eat it because it was way too much food. But I was just like, okay, what are we going to get? I was like, what are we going to get? I Maybe regretted the entire thing. I ate like 35% of the meal. And then I was like, well, I don't really want to save. This is probably super wasteful. Don't judge me. But I was like, I don't want to save it because I don't wanna, I don't want to eat this for lunch tomorrow because I'm trying not to like, you know, eat unhealthy food multiple days a week. So I feel like it was just a waste of money and it just wasn't as good. And it's a no for yeah. me.
0: I feel that way too. Like I, I always think whenever we do takeout, I'm like, this would have been better there. And we've like really started, I don't know, like even with like In-N-Out, like I'll get a craving for In-N-Out kind of often, but I'm just like, why don't we just make it? Like it takes yeah. a little it's, bit more time, it better, but it, t- it does taste better. And like, I don't know, that's probably not going to be a solution for much longer and like we will be doing probably more takeout for the next few months but it just does always taste better if you make it yourself or like always. you have to like heat it up like I always have to reheat oh yeah delivered. like no
1: same um it's the only there's two DoorDash foods that are good delivered and that is Thai food and sushi I think those are still sushi, good yes. delivered like those yes. are still great But anything else, it's just either make it yourself or, like, go to the restaurant
0: and sit down and eat it. Sandwiches. We have a sandwich place here that we like to DoorDash. That's also Yeah, you can definitely –
1: and I friggin love Jimmy John's. So that's my go-to sandwich place. I love Jimmy John's. We don't Uh, have one here, but I do love a
0: Jimmy John's. But they have, like, some really problematic – Oh, oh sure. I know. I know. Okay. With, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Just throwing okay. it out there. Um,
1: what a no from you this week?
0: Well, my no is also restaurant-ish related. It is Starbucks, fancy drinks, and ice drinks in general. Like mm-hmm. I, anytime I'm going to treat myself, it's always like, I, I really don't like drink Starbucks that often but it's like always when I am like having like a stressful day I'm like I'm gonna treat myself to Uh a nice coffee and then I go get it and I like will try like a seasonal drink but like I don't really like sweets I'll do like half sweetness and like Mm -hmm. you know a little bit of milk whatever for eight dollars never good it is never good it's always like watery or like literally like the color of like I don't know like I know you can like light light, light, light brown like I can can tell tell it's wrong coffee yeah Yeah. and it's just disgusting and then even when I get like an iced like an iced coffee with like a little I'll say like a splash of cream it's literally white (laughs) Like I know I I know I want coffee with a little bit of cream like that's it and I don't I'm sure it's totally different like based on the franchise and location but I've gone to multiple in our area and I'm just like why am I spending money on this? Like I should just make my coffee at home. So once again. Yeah. Once again, I should I just do it myself. Here. Yeah. I did get a this really like good control issues. Like, no, I'm
1: the same best. way with my coffee because it's like when they make it great, it like doesn't happen again for like the next eight times you go. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I did get a really good one yesterday. I got a chestnut praline latte half sweet with an extra shot of espresso. An extra shot of yeah, espresso, but then it's
0: like 10 more dollars. I'm like it was
1: literally, wow. it was literally eight dollars. Yeah. And I was like, this is insane. And I didn't even finish it because they still end up like too sweet at the bottom, like mm-hmm. regardless. So it's just me and mine espresso is usually all I want. Unless yeah. I'm at like a local coffee shop, that's a little different.
0: Yeah. Or even getting cold, like a nice cold brew. At I the don't store. like Starbucks cold brew. No, oh. no, a nice cold brew at like the at the grocery store. Like I always, am like, oh, it's like eight or ten dollars, but I'm like, wait, but that's like yeah. how much you spend for coffee at uh, I know. So like, I can get this big jug of like nice quality, mm-hmm. and it'll um, last way longer. Yeah. So yeah. wow, we what a struggle. Are, have such like. I don't even know what to call this. This is we need a tiny violin because our I know, like our complaints today are so stupid. <laughs> so sorry, so sorry, listeners. We're going to move on to something kind of fun. We're doing a little yeah. superlatives. We didn't even talk about this yet, but yeah, we're doing a superlatives episode for 2022. I almost just said 2023. I'm like living in the future right now. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to share some of our bests and some of our like biggest things we've learned and. I don't know if we have any worsts in here, but maybe they'll come up. I'm sure they will. We have a biggest <laughs> fail. Yes, biggest fail. Okay. Yeah. Um, And just some of like our favorite things that have happened this year, books, shows, music, and then some, a few deeper things too. So yeah. Yeah. let's kick it off.
1: All right. Let's kick it off with what? Audrey is your and also side note, for those of you who don't know, I was a yearbook teacher for three years and I'm still a yearbook teacher on the side. And so whenever Audrey suggested superlatives, I was like,
0: <laughs> yes, I Did love you, it. Wait, wait, wait. Did you ever win a superlative? We should talk about um, that. I won a superlative in the seventh grade. What was
1: uh, it? Not a high school one. Um, For <laughs> clumsiest.
0: <laughs> you and uh, Wallace. That's My friend.
1: <laughs> Did you ever win one?
0: I think I did. I honestly can't remember what it was right now. Most likely to succeed for sure. No, I, don't, I really most don't. Most likely to be a millionaire by the I age of I think mine 30. was like most likely to procrastinate or something stupid like yeah. that. Like it was like a rude one where I was like, <laughs> why, why Why did they award me this? <laughs> yeah, nice and humbling. But not wrong also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice and humbling though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Which one should we start with? let's kick it off with what was your best book of 2022 okay well this is kind of a cheat because I shared this I think last week on our episode It's okay um but I have two runner-ups too because of course I do um so Mad Honey by Jodi Picoult and Jennifer Boylan um it is so good I think I already like kind of gave a little synopsis on the show but if you didn't hear that it's 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 a mystery. With so much deeper stuff going on, yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't even want to get into it because, like, you find out something halfway through that you're like, Whoa, I was not expecting that, and not in like a murdery, like, true crimey way, and like a in your feelings, like, Oh my gosh, this is so important to learn about way, which is I'm being so vague, but no, I get it, and I want to read it. it. And it's not, it's also not like super dark so if you're like I can't read like a dark book right now it's it's really not I mean there is like a murder (laughs) but but, um that's kind of like the baseline story there's like a deeper story that goes on with it so highly highly recommend it kind of reminds me of um what is that book that just became a movie this year that everyone was obsessed with about the girl who where the crowd dancing yes yeah where that's like about a murder but it's about something so much deeper than that. Yeah. it's different than that but it's I can't wait to read it more vibes and then my runner up is the vanishing half which I Uh, absolutely loved I think I talked about that like much earlier this year on the podcast but it's so good also very good it's about sisters who kind of go twin sisters who go separate ways and they are um black and one of them (laughs) but they're like light black so one of them like passes as white and like she it's like set in the 60s or something or maybe 50s and she like goes through her life like being a white woman and the other one like goes through life being a black woman and just like how their it paths was excellent book cross yeah it's very very interesting and also like I just felt like I learned a lot and I have to throw in a parenting book so if you're a parent you have to read crib I've already shared about this one too like a million times but it's so good and just so helpful for, like, early years, especially, like, toddler – infancy to toddlerhood, through toddlerhood, I would say. So, Love it. what are yours?
1: Mine, I have – It's I've...
0: supposed to just be one. Of course, here's new. Thing. No, I
1: have two as well. Okay. Um, first one, the Court of Thorns and Roses series. It's the best thing I've read all year. It has become part of my personality.
0: I am, like, procrastinating reading it. I don't. Audrey, I think you because have I'm to most likely it. to procrastinate. Um it's... They're so yeah. good. I love them all. I'm rereading the last one
1: right now. Loved him. Then my second one is – I've also talked about this. I think I talked about this like a month or two ago. A Woman is No Man by Ita yeah. Rum, which is about like a, three generations of Iranian women. And it is a beautiful story. And I cried at the end and it was excellent. And I can't – I just can't get over how good it was. So. I need to read that. I need to add it to
0: my reading list. I don't think yes. I ever did.
1: You do. You do. And we'll we'll actually, we're always like, we'll link this in the show notes and we never do. <laughs> we'll actually link like all of these things that we're going to talk about today so that you can like find them if you want to. Okay. Good idea. All right. <laughs> what, <my> <laughs> what was your 2022 superlative for the best television show?
0: Okay. So wait, let me find this on my list. Did I put one?
1: I can wait, go while you look wait. for it. Yeah, I I, don't think I did win. I went for two reality television shows. Oh my god. Okay, here it is. I'm a loser. Um <laughs> Love Island UK. Oh boy. <laughs> and Drive to Survive the Formula 1 show. Oh. Those my. those are my those are my top winners. Those are my number 2. Uh, are my number one and my number two, the best things I watched this year, hands down. Honestly,
0: I had a hard time with this one. Now I remember because like I we didn't really watch any good like. I didn't either. What is it called? Like fictional show? What do they yeah. call it? Just like re- like regular shows. Like we watched we finished Ozark and I hated the ending. So mine like I almost did <laughs> like my reality shows, too. But I watch these every year, like Bravo shows. So it's not really like anything that stands out this year. But mine was like a docuseries. It's only three episodes, but Woodstock 99. If I you need have to not watch it, that. Oh, it's so good. If you like, I'm not even a big like music festival person, but I have like a weird obsession with the original Woodstock. Mm-hmm. And I always say like, if I could go back in time and history to any event, that would be what I would go to. Cause it just looks so like, like kind of relaxing yeah like festival, I. Which is, yeah which yeah. is my kind of thing and like people were just so like it's such a like community feeling and just like helpful with each other and like this Woodstock 99 was not like that and it was an absolute disaster that literally ended in like flames and just yeah I need to watch it you told me how gosh everywhere it was so bad and so fascinating to watch so that's it's on netflix Um, well let
1: me i'll add because you just reminded me i i couldn't think of what this show was and i just remembered it my other superlative is under the banner of heaven which is on hulu and I it was so that. fantastic with Andrew Garfield and um, Daisy Edgar Jones, and it's about the Mormon Church.
0: So good, so oh, that's my. Other one. I forgot yeah. about that, and then we canceled our Hulu because the only thing we were watching on it was Handmaid's Tale, and I was like, we can. You can have it. my Hulu
1: password. Um, ninety-seven uh, other people have it too, so I'll just pass it along. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. Um. Fun. Next is what is your best like beauty
0: product of twenty okay. twenty-two? I honestly didn't know if I had any because I feel like I stick to the same things. But then once I started thinking of them, I was like, I actually have a lot, but I'm going to leave it to two. One that's like a daily thing one that's a pregnancy thing. So my the stuff that I use is like foundation. It's actually like a tint. Uh I'm obsessed with it. It's the brand say, I think S A I love that brand. It's like they're slipped in. I, I haven't tried anything else from the brand. I should, because I love this stuff. It goes on. It's literally like mousse feeling like it's so light, but it still covers your skin it has SPF in it. I'm like an infomercial right now. Um, and it's just like, I love the feeling of it. It feels like kind of like a moisturizer, I guess, but also it's just not heavy, which I I don't like a heavy foundation, but like it covers enough that I wear it like out to dinner. I wear it as like, I wear it as foundation. So I need to try that.
1: I've their glowy super gel is like one of my favorite things. And then I have like one of their
0: cream blushes or one of their liquid blushes, but I need to try the slip tint. It's so good. And then my um, pregnancy one is this belly balm. It's called sensible organic belly balm, which I remember with my first pregnancy, I had like a belly butter or something like this. And I like would put it on, but I never had like itchy skin this time. However, (laughs) my bumps a little bit larger, I think. And I, my skin gets so itchy and this stuff smells so good. It smells like a, like herbal spa it's just so relaxing i put it on every night before bed and like I'm gonna keep using it even when the belly is gone there it is so so nice and you can get it on Amazon I think it's like 10 bucks or something it's the brand sensible organic so pregnant mamas try it out try it out okay number one is
1: mycosis concealer this is my ride or die product I will never be without it I have really dry under eyes. I have really dry skin in general. This Me is too. the only concealer I've ever used that like isn't drying as well. Mm. And it's great. Love that. And then I just ordered either my third or fourth um, day monsoon mask. So I have been, it is the only hair mask that I have ever felt like made an actual difference in my hair. Is that the big
0: tub? Yeah. Yeah. I use that. I just use that I'm last night. i
1: with it. It's so yeah. good. It's yeah, so good. I just ordered a new one like yesterday, or the day before because
0: it lasts uh, forever too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's great. Well, I also so I wash my hair like once a week and I use it then every other wash, so that's uh-huh. like literally twice a month. But it's like a big jug of it. No, so it good. Yes, I love the so whole good. monsoon, uh, like line. I haven't the regular tried shampoo it yet. Yeah, I like it better than the original day. If you. Follow like Amber Filler up. She's an influencer. Um, she that's this is her line of hair products, and I tried her original shampoo and conditioner, and Which I, I love. Like my <laughs> no my hair always yeah. was like so tingly with it. Yeah. But this other one, the Monsoon variety, I do like a lot, and that's like my main hair stuff. So once I like am out
1: of the original one, I'm gonna try the Monsoon one.
0: Yeah. It's really good. Really good.
1: Really good. Okay. This is hard for all, for both of us. What
0: is the Mm -hmm. best item you purchased this year? Okay. I literally went back through all of my Amazon purchases this year. And then I have like a folder in my email for online orders to see like what I've bought this year. I haven't bought anything like big, like a new like TV or like I got a new desk, but I got it for free on Facebook marketplace. So I wouldn't wouldn't um, necessarily add that. So mine is, I think my toddler tower, which is like the stool we use in <laughs> yeah. our kitchen for Wally to climb up on. It honestly like changed our whole family's life when he was able to like get up high in our kitchen. Um, And I just found it like on Wayfair, but there's like a million on Amazon and everywhere, but basically like it keeps them safe and they can get up high and reach the counter. And he'll usually like have breakfast just standing there. In his toddler tower, and it's amazing. And then my (laughs) runner-up, because I have a runner-up for everything, apparently. Um, I also bought prints from two of my favorite artists earlier this year, and they are Lacey Fowler and Brittany Smith Studio. Um, They both have, like, really pretty kind of whimsical, um, like, nature and, like, scenic paintings, and they also do, like, these beautiful, um, very different, like, floral paintings. Uh And so I got one print. I haven't like, they're just prints. So they're a little bit cheaper, which is good for my stage of life, but like, they are really high quality and really well, like printed on nice paper. And, um, we just have them framed in our living room. And honestly, like they are some of my favorite things ever. So one of
1: mine is art print too. So oh, cool. Okay. So my Hmm. first one is laser hair removal. This is like the best thing. I've ever done. I'm I didn't ob-
0: even think about like a service type purchase.
1: I'm obsessed with it. I am going to get it done on my legs this summer. Um, but cause I didn't get it done on my legs. <laughs> I'm sure y'all <laughs> can figure it out. If you think about it, <laughs> love laser hair removal. It's the I best. don't think I knew that you did that this year. Yeah, I did. And then, um, my other favorite purchase is the coffee prints that I got commissioned and, painted for it has all of my favorite coffees from like literally around the world so like some of my Dallas my favorite Dallas coffee shops one of my favorite ones from um New York one of my favorite ones from Rome like it has kind of all of them yeah. it was like Way more than I've ever spent on like an art piece before. Um, that's but not it, even
0: like a print. That's like a custom art yeah, piece. It's like
1: a custom. Mine print, was like forty dollars, I think. Yeah, but was more. I love my art prints too. So I, but yeah. yeah, like I guess a custom art print, but it's still like print size. Yeah, it's my oh, favorite. It's like my probably it's probably my number one favorite thing I bought this year, and then laser hair removal is number two.
0: We should post that um coffee print as our Instagram yeah. for this. Yeah, we should.
1: I love that. Oh, I love that print. I'm looking at it. It's right now. so it's, cute. I know. Yeah. I love that too. It's beautiful. She did such a good job with it. Okay. Um. Next up, what is your best song slash album of 2022?
0: I'm such a turn on a playlist and listen yeah. to music kind of person. So I like our Spotify wrapped this year was so weird. Like. It said our number one artist was the Beatles. And John and I were both we share our Spotify. Uh-huh. We're both like, Really? You're like, like how? We are certain we listen to other music more than the Beatles, but okay. <laughs> um, but I would say my favorite album of the year is the Noah Kahn album, which we've talked about of course on the podcast before, but it's so good. Like start to finish, every single song is yep. so good. Like that's an album. There aren't many many albums like this, but that I can turn on and just like listen through and not skip any songs. It's like relaxing, but also kind of emo, which is so my vibe. (laughs) Music.
1: That's literally Um, exactly what I wrote too. So I said best (laughs) album, like truly one of the best albums I've ever listened to in my life. I cannot wait to see him in January. I am so excited for seeing
0: him. That's so exciting. Yes. Um, I have a hot take. I have not even listened through Taylor Swift's new album. Fully. It's not
1: my favorite of hers.
0: It sounds like her last two albums to me yeah. from what I've like. like I don't think them, it like-
1: sounds like her last two albums. Her last two albums were like very acoustic.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Maybe just the songs I've heard sounded that way. But
1: It's not my favorite album of first. I like it. It's grown on me even more, but it's not my favorite album of the year. My favorite is definitely yeah. Noah Kahn's "Stick Season. And then my favorite song from it is The View Between Villages.
0: Oh, I don't know. I have no idea what like names of songs yeah, are. Yeah, you're just like, like I, I like them all. I like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is the best podcast you've listened to this year besides ours? ours? Of course. <laughs> I put that, but I guess my runner-ups. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm not sure if I listened to this one this year or last year, so this might be kind of it a tease count. Yeah, but <laughs> Okay, have you listened to The Dream? No, oh, but you have told me to listen to that, and I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, it's – okay, so if you are interested in, like, MLMs and just, like, how they are so insidious and, like, huh? crazy and, like – I need to listen get to this. People – it's – so okay, um, and that's just season one. Season two is about, like, wellness culture, which is also really fascinating and how, like cool. – all of these like unfounded claims with like, um, like supplements, like boost these billion dollar well, it's a billion dollar industry, but like million dollar businesses that sell things that say they do things that they don't actually do. Anyways, mm-hmm. both seasons are really good. I love that podcast. Um, and then I also really liked Sweet Bobby. That's like the only true crime podcasts I finished this year, I feel like I've just kind of been in like a podcast dry spell, but that one was really good. Um, and then for like feeling or like inspirational (laughs) podcasts, I, I love, we can do hard things by Glennon Doyle and her sister and Abby Wambach. Um, I haven't listened to every episode because they have two per week and they're all like very like, it's not like heavy even like some of them they like purposely do as like lighter topics but it's just like a lot of content but literally every single one I've listened to I'm like oh my gosh I learned something I feel like validated in some way they do get a little bit like I'm total feminist and like total (laughs) like left-leaning but they get very much like wacky sometimes sometimes man-hatery where I'm like okay like (laughs) <laughs> I'm still married to a dude. And like, I love it. <laughs> I'm, like, we don't date every man out there, but that's my only complaint. They, they have a lot of other like great valid yeah. points. I need to listen.
1: I've never actually listened to it. I think I listened to the Jen Hatmaker episode maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was but a good, one.
0: I remember that one. Cause yeah, yeah she, she like came out with her new like relationship and like had yeah. him on too. That was yeah. a cute one. Yeah. What was yours?
1: Um, I have too. I've also kind of been in a podcast dry spell because I'm more so like I'm usually just (laughs) re-listening to Harry Potter on Audible. (laughs) So what we said, I listen to it almost every week. Um, I need to listen to that one. Yeah. It's so cute. I mean, it's like so light and fun. I just really like it. Um, It's with JC Smith and Chelsea Curtis. And then the other podcast I've really, really been liking is Archetypes which is Meghan Markle's podcast. I want it, to listen it's to that really one. good. So she kind of like chooses an archetype for every episode. So like, of course, now I can't think of an example, but like maybe I think there's one that was like workaholic or something, or I could like literally look it up. But basically she pulls like labels that they put society puts on women and talks about them. Ooh. So like there's one that's like good wife, bad wife, angry black woman, the bimbo the dragon wow. lady the singleton the diva and she interviews people like serena williams mindy kaling like paris hilton eats array like it's Ooh. so good it to listen it's really thought-provoking and i love the hell out of megan markle i think she's great i've loved her ever since suits so <laughs> i love it
0: so great i've heard though that she and um is it Harry? Why do I, w- I always get the brothers mixed up? Harry, Harry right? That they Harry. are not very kind to like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. I'm going to be
1: honest. I trust 0% of like what I hear I know. about. Like
0: where do I hear that
1: from? Who even that? knows what
0: the sources are?
1: I find like the, um, what's it called? The amount of like animosity around them to be so bizarre. Like yeah. when you like look at any time anyone – shares anything about her. This was actually one of my, almost gonna be one of my nose a couple weeks ago. I was like, why are y'all so obsessed with this woman? Leave her alone. Yeah. So, but
0: without going on a tangent. No. And I did like her Oprah interview. I felt like that. Yeah, was I love her. I a think good move. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So last short
1: one, and then we'll, <laughs> these were so short. <laughs> yeah. So short, um, best
0: recipe you made this year. Okay, this was so hard for me. Thanks. A because I have the worst recall. I'm like, what did I? I don't know what I made in January through June, but I went and even like flipped through my cookbooks, and I think for sweet ambitious kitchen cinnamon rolls, I'm actually going to make them this weekend for brunch I'm hosting. Look at you, inspired by host. Look at you, was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Um. And then for savory defined Dish bolognese sauce, which is in her newest cookbook, but it's also on her blog. So uh, both of those recipes are on those two of those blog, both of, th- how do I say <laughs> each of those bloggers <laughs> blogs online? So you can find them. Um, and I think it's just called like the best ever bolognese on defined Dish. And then like, bed, yeah. probably like the best ever cinnamon rolls or something. They both are like some of their most popular. Okay. Yes. And awesome. so, so good. Okay. I will say the bolognese is, Time I mean, it see. simmers for a while, but yeah. there's like four types of meat. There's like sardines or anchovy. Like there's some kind of, fit. like you have to like, th- there's a lot of components, but it, and it sounds weird, but it's so, so good. So good.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. All right. I need to make it. It's been on my list. It's like marked in my cookbook
0: too. Yeah. Okay. It's fine.
1: So this for the sweet. It's S'mores Cookies, and the blog is Preppy Kitchen, and they're the best cookies I've ever made in my life, hands down. I
0: saw when you made those. I yeah. love that we also both didn't talk about it. I know, this, me so too. We both did a sweet and a savory. I know, me too. So those,
1: delicious. And then my favorite savory recipe is the Defined Dish Cajun Chicken Soup. Yes. Sure, everyone that's also so. <laughs> I'm <laughs> making it tonight. I freaking love it.
0: Is that so only good. in her book, or is it on the yeah, blog, it's, too? Yeah, it's
1: just on – The comfortable kitchen.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you weren't convinced to get her cookbook when she was on the podcast, then you should definitely get it now. Cause it's also like, I don't know. I always like cooking more in the winter, like, and there's a lot of soups in there. And
1: she's got like some kind of heavier recipes, like they're perfect for winter. Okay, We're making
0: her, um, French onion beef stew. Oh, I can't hear how that is. Yeah. I'm excited. All
1: right. Well, To end the episode, and the episode won't be over for a while, but we're gonna do (laughs) some kind of like longer ones, but like not super long, but longer ones, a little deeper. So we'll kick off with, and I was actually like pretty proud of myself. I feel like I kept brevity in my answers this time, so I'm gonna challenge myself to stick to it. But, (laughs) um, what was the biggest learning curve in your business
0: this year? Okay, well. I feel like this won't be a surprise if you listen often, but I've been saying all year, like it's okay to be in a coasting phase in your business because that's where I've been. And it kind of came back to bite me a little bit. And I think like, I just got too comfortable. Like I do think it's okay to coast, but getting too comfortable with, then when you're like blindsided by clients needing to like end things, it's like, yeah oh, I was not prepared. And yeah. it just feels like a shock to the system because yeah. I've just been in this coasting mindset, which like, I think again, is not bad, but I do think like having ways to like continue learning or challenging yourself is still important, which I get it. I've learned through this the last few months. Yeah. What is, what's your biggest learning curve?
1: Mine is not going to be a shock to anyone. It's, it's literally time management. My biggest learning curve this year has been trying to figure out how to balance having a personal life, um, taking care of myself, a good job. I feel like it probably looks like that from the outside, but I have a hard time. And this year has been a hard time with it and managing two heavy corporate contracts that have been taking a lot of my time this year. And then also managing my own client work, my own business mm-hmm. has just been a lot. And so I do not have figured out even close and it's probably gonna be a learning curve for me for a while, but that's just been a consistent learning as like, I like, think like saying no to certain yeah, things. And like or... three, three months ago, I, I told my friend Maddie, I was like, I cannot, I cannot get to the end of every month anymore and feel this overwhelmed and this stressed out. And so it has gotten a little better, but it's still a lot to manage. And I could probably like cut down on some of the stuff I'm doing, but I don't want to at the moment, mostly (laughs) because I just booked another foreign country trip last night. So I I am going to keep working, (laughs) but that's kind of my biggest right now in business. But what, what's your big, what was your biggest learning curve personally this year?
0: Um, well, of course, I'm still, yeah, I'm still learning this, but just to be better about, which I feel like I talked about this last week a little bit, but better about letting go of like plans and control and expectations like I have always been. I don't know. I, I like used to think I was like so spontaneous in high school, but then I realized like, no, actually I'm a control freak. <laughs> like when things aren't going the way that I think they should be going in my head, it is really hard for me to like change direction. Let go of um, but I think just through the nature of like having a miscarriage and then like reconfiguring our year and like going through like some of my work stuff this year and then having a toddler who has his own thoughts and opinions (laughs) on how things should go like it's all been like this intense training for me to just be like okay actually like I have almost no control over anything yeah (laughs) and like it's much nicer to move through life like with that understanding than trying to be like oh no it has to go this way so um I'm sure I'm sure that there's more work to be done here I'm positive <laughs> but, but it's a curve
1: it's a learning yes
0: curve. yeah we're we're in the midst yeah. um what would yours be so
1: my biggest learning curve has been something that I'm pretty proud of and it's been taught to me in therapy and it is learning to notice when I am projecting onto someone else mm. because I get That's very irritated one. whenever I feel like people are projecting onto me like mm-hmm. one of my best friends does that to me all the time my mom loves to do it like and I realize I, I don't feel like I do it a ton yeah but there are times where I've like picked a fight or been like offended by something that like I didn't need to be offended by and it's always for me because I am like projecting something else yeah and so that has been something I've been like hardcore working on this Mm -hmm. year and I feel like I've made a big strides in it and that is my biggest learning curve
0: personally for sure yeah Yeah. can you give an example or is that too so
1: like let's let's see um this is kind of, I feel like this is an example, probably most women can relate to. Um, I remember being like shopping earlier this year and feeling like I couldn't find anything that fit me right. And I didn't like how anything like fit. And then my friend Kelsey was like, Oh, these jeans are so cute. Like, look at these jeans on me. And I was like, yeah, well, it must be nice to be able to have.
0: Them. And then I was oh, like, yeah. yeah,
1: that's projecting. I've yeah. done that. Um, there's been times where I've like and this has been, oh, let's get nice and vulnerable on this podcast. There have been times (laughs) where like, it's been hard for me to not be like legitimately hard for me at times to like be happy for friends who like start dating people. Yeah, And I was like, that's projecting. And I'd be very upset if it was the same way around for me. And so that those have been like two kind of general areas, but I just do it like with, well, I have done it with just like little things. Yeah, That's just been like okay, let's, let's take a pause. Like, why is this upsetting me instead of, okay, I'm going to tell you why this is upsetting me and make it your problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do the must be nice thing. Yeah. It's often, hard too, even it's if it's really like internal hard, where I'm like, oh, yeah. Hmm, must yeah, be nice. Yeah. I think that's like a, a totally natural thing, but also good to be aware of. Yeah.
1: Um, what is your, what was your biggest accomplishment this year?
0: Honestly. Okay. I think starting and sticking with this podcast because it has been, like, such a fun, creative, like, side thing that we we both have started side things before that we <laughs> haven't stuck with longer yeah. than a couple months. And I'm just so proud of us. We've been doing this since March, I think. Yeah, I know. So we will be coming up on a year fairly I'm soon. I'm so proud of us, too. And I did. Yeah, like, go us. Yeah. Honestly. And then my, like, follow up to that is like just following my intuition more in business. Like I think that this year has been a lot more of that. Can you hear Wally? He's crying. Oh, a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, It's not loud. I think he, okay. I think he bonked something. Oh, um, anyways, (laughs) um, but yeah, just following my intuition more with my business. Can you hear that? No, not the- really. Okay. Yeah. Um. What is your biggest accomplishment? Okay.
1: One of them is like nice and deep and I'm, I haven't gone into it on this podcast and like probably won't, but one of my biggest accomplishments has been legitimately taking steps this year to heal a very complicated relationship with my dad. That has been something I didn't think I would ever actually do, like actually yeah. address, actually work towards. And so I'm like, very proud of myself for doing that because yeah. I don't think I would ever be ready to do it. So that, and then I had also thought about our podcast. That's been a huge yeah. accomplishment. And then this has just been a really big growth year in my business in general, like in a lot of ways. And I'm really proud of that. There have been some bad things that have come out of that as well, but mostly good things. So yeah, family issues and business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fun year. <laughs> fun no, I'm really year. proud of you. You've done a lot of work. And I know like it's not always reciprocated work. It's stuff that you like are doing internally and therapy wise. So yeah. and that is like the hardest. It is. So I give it you a lot of credit. Hardest. Yeah, it's the hardest. And I'm
1: like, okay, I don't need to learn any more lessons for a minute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just a nice lesson list 2023. Yeah. Nope. Don't think that's gonna yep. happen.
1: <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Okay. Um. What ha- we have two more. I
0: think this has been such a fun episode. I love these. Okay. Wait. I have three more. We'll ha- I'll have to throw you for a curveball. Okay. You can throw me for a curveball because we're think- looking at different lists. That's why Suzanne is like listing them all because we have different orders of things. Um.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> can clearly, throw me for one extra. <laughs> Whoopsie. Okay.
0: What is your biggest fail this year? Okay. Well, I think this is no shock to anyone, but having like three clients have to part ways back to back which is that's not a fail, fail not even on your necessarily part, a yeah. fail but it just felt like I've never had turnover like that so it felt like a fail where I was like what the heck um but yeah it was like it really wasn't anything it wasn't anything crazy but it was just like internal things on their end but I just was like
1: oh,
0: the timing felt terrible yeah. and, and then it
1: makes you like feel awful
0: yeah but then like it turned into something. I mean, I wouldn't say something better, but like it, it opened my eyes to what I like was missing and wasn't doing and like new opportunities. And so that's been like the cool side effect of it, but it still felt really crappy. Not going to lie. So what's yours?
1: So I'm going to be annoying. I feel like this is an annoying answer for biggest fail because I'm sure I could think of like something funny, but I do think (laughs) that as a whole, this is my biggest fail. I've had a very hard time this year prioritizing my own well-being as a whole. Mm -hmm. I've talked about this on the podcast. I've alluded to it in this episode, just like being so busy that I have continually come last and not in a good way and not in like a selfless way. So that's something I am really – going I'm working on actively but like also will be working on next year and it's like I think it'll take a while to repair that yeah it's like it is very hard to actually put yourself first when you have other priorities I don't even have a kid so I can't even imagine like how that feels when you have a kid
0: but like it's hard no matter what stage you're in if you have a busy life that's why like I the probably the past few months like I wake up and work out because I know I will feel better. Even if it's 20 minutes, like I will feel better then. And like, we really, really, we, I I'm usually the one picking the recipes. John is like very chill and like, does not care what we eat. But I am like, I would rather like pick recipes and grocery shop and like get these things done. And like, it does cut into other things like, like work time or like parent time. But also I'm like, I know that I'm going to be a so, better parent and a better, like, I almost said employee, a better <laughs> worker for my clients. Like if I do these things, those are just like two examples, but like, I, I think that those are some, some things for me that make me feel better so I can yeah. do better in my other roles. Exactly. But I often, when I'm like so busy and feel like I don't have the time, but I still do those things. I'm off, often feel like very guilty that I'm doing them
1: when I'm like, oh, I know. What? I know. And it's just like, it's like you said, it's like those simple things. It's like actually taking the time to like take care of yourself, even in a way that doesn't feel as easy. Cause I mean, this year, mm-hmm. like it's gone through phases of like, I'm stressed. I'm going to spend money or I'm going to order mm-hmm. takeout or I'm going to, I don't know, do something others so <laughs> otherwise self think Those are okay too.
0: So no a point. To a point. Yeah.
1: No yeah. point. But it, it's not like it was like, oh, maybe once a month <laughs> I'm going to like make it. It was just like July we were going ham because yeah, we knew we weren't going to be literally spending in August. But it was like what it's just I had a hard time like prioritizing myself unless it was for like a quick dopamine hit like that where I'm like online shopping, the DoorDash, um, mm-hmm. all the stuff. So that that's been a fail, but also like a learning also a learning curve. So Yes. Yeah. OK, so I guess this isn't the last one. So you tell me what the one you have is.
0: Well, I don't know which one you have. I, I'm not looking at your list. Favorite memory. Okay. I, I Let's see mine first. Best okay. trip. Oh, do you shit. have one? Okay. Yes, I do. This, this is hard. Okay. I know mine. you've traveled a lot. I've like Ooh. mine were much easier to pick from. <laughs> okay. You go first. Okay. Well, I shared about this too already, but our Oregon coast trip a few months ago, yeah. it was like kind of our, it was a kind of our baby moon, but Wally was with us, but it was so, it was our best trip as a family. It was just like, equal parts relaxing, but, like, we still did fun, like, adventure stuff. We, like, each got, like, a massage and, like, went to this really nice spa and, like, took turns, like, passing off Wallace, and it was just, like, I don't know. It just felt good. Like, it felt like we were in, like, a good groove of things, and Wallace slept great. Our Airbnb was so cute, and it just felt like an actual vacation, which you hear all the time. Like Parents are like, it's not a vacation when you're traveling with kids. This did feel like a vacation and it's just so beautiful and I loved it. So that's mine. Yay.
1: Okay. Mine. I didn't dislike any trip I took this year. So that's kind of hard, but the one that my gut tells me, my best trip I took was to Tulum. I had so much fun in Tulum with two of my best friends. It was just like, a relaxing vacation we yeah. were there for three days we got it was so quick drunk. yeah i remember that yeah we got super drunk it, hey. it was just bloody mary's sitting by the pool so i read fun. like three books like that oh my gosh it, it was really we'll take one
0: <laughs> okay
1: it yes, was sweet. so fun and that's probably my favorite that was my best yeah. trip yeah yeah uh, i want to go to tulum so bad but i loved tulum i it I, was way better than cancun in my opinion
0: Oh, okay. See, yeah. I've, I, we always went to Puerto Vallarta or Cabo. Yeah. Like growing up with my family. But yeah. anyways, okay. Now favorite memory. What is your favorite memory okay. from the year?
1: So I kind of have like three, but I'm going to merge them all together into one.
0: So okay. Okay. well,
1: not into one, but like I'll be quick. Um, Memory one that comes to my head, the last couple of days of living with my best friend. Kelsey oh, Henry. yeah. That was just like, I don't know. I love living by myself. But like the emo part of me, like wants to cry when I think about
0: that. Aww. I loved living with them for
1: three years. Yeah. They were the
0: best, and it feels and you like guys, a- like did like a sent a nice like yeah. send off where you did like yeah. so many fun, cute things yeah. together with your last days as roommates. Yeah.
1: And it just like felt like an end of an era, but it felt like the era ended really beautifully. So. Mm-hmm. That was one of them, drinking wine and eating bread and cheese on the streets in Paris with my sister and my mom and one of my best friends, and then dressing up as Walter White for Halloween.
0: <laughs>
1: Those are my favorite
0: memories. I'm so glad that one made the cut because that costume was epic. If you guys Iconic. have not seen it. <laughs> yeah, Iconic. Amazing. Um, okay. Tell oh me gosh. yours. I'm oh. like, I love hearing about these. I like feel like I have recency bias but we picked out our christmas tree last week oh. and it was the most special family moment. We haven't ever gotten like our own christmas tree like even just me and John we usually travel for christmas but since I'll be so pregnant this year um I won't be able to travel so we're just doing like a quiet just us three christmas and it was like I don't know what was I think because Wally was in like a good mood and just again with toddlers like it could go it could have been haywire craziness but he was like loving it they had like these wagons that you could like pull your tree in that he was obsessed with and he was smelling every tree it was just so cute like one of those memories that I know I'll think about forever um one of like not to be
1: like sad because it's not sad obviously that you're like welcoming a new baby into the world but like one of the like last big memories too is like the three of you
0: yeah yeah like a it's not even really a milestone like it's getting a christmas tree but it's just like our holiday season together like just us three and we're gonna have another one so soon yeah so yeah it's kind of like the end of like this one chapter and it was just it it was so it was such a beautiful night too like it was cold but there's like a pretty sunset and it was just so fun, um, but yeah, I was like, try- I like couldn't think of anything from earlier this year. But that's my recency bias. No, that was uh, precious memory. So yeah. Oh well, this was some fun. Um, yeah, I are... love, I love when me just
1: get to spend a whole episode talking about the things we like <laughs> talking about ourselves.
0: Ourself. Um, not to be uh completely <laughs> self absorbed, but... but it's okay. It is what it is. Hopefully, um, hopefully it made you guys think about like your some of yeah. your favorites from this year because it is fun to reflect back and some of them were like kind of hard to come up with just super hard. Yeah. It's been a long year, but also I think this is just adulthood. Like every year goes faster and faster. I cannot believe the year is almost over and I here know. we are.
1: And now we'll have a whole other year of making this podcast and there'll yeah. be a new baby in the mix. Yeah. And maybe one day Stay a boyfriend. Tuned for what those episodes are. <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, Susanna will start her dating journey whenever Audrey's back from maternity leave on this podcast. Uh,
0: why are you waiting till I'm back? Why don't you start while I'm – Why are you waiting till I'm back? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> We're going to start on January 1st.
1: Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it on the podcast when Audrey's back, I guess. We'll see. I told my mom that I wanted to enter my toxic era. In twenty twenty three, and my mom was like, oh, "Please, it's time."
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's fully supportive. Me my too. mom's like, "I am super toxic, so it's okay." <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think we just need to like enter your bold era. Like, yeah. just we'll see how it goes. <laughs> you sound very enthused by that.
1: We'll see how it goes. Um, but thanks for listening as always, and we would love if you all left a rating and a review if you haven't already. It means the world to us. It
0: literally means the world. I get so happy when I read and like the reviews. emotional. I'm like, oh my I know. God. <sighs> yeah, you guys are so sweet. And we just love that you love listening and that you're hanging out with us every week. So we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.